Hello, and welcome to Serene Reflections, a podcast of Dharma Talks from the Wallawa Buddhist Temple. I am Rev. Clarissa Beattie, a Zen monk and Buddhist priest from the mountains of Northeast Oregon, where we practice contemplative meditation, the Chan of Bodhidharma, the Zen of Dogen, the Serene Reflection Meditation of Rev. Master G.U. Kennett. You are invited to let yourself grow naturally still, to let go of the world for a while. Join us in listening in sound, in listening in stillness, turning within to listen from the heart that seeks the way. Again, the time for the searching of the heart draws near. Over the course of seven days and nights from December 1st until the dawning of the 8th, the monastic community of a Zen temple embarks on a formal meditation retreat. This retreat is traditionally called the Searching of the Heart. For those who don't live in a temple, it is possible to follow along with this retreat in a way that works for you. Maybe nothing changes in your schedule, or maybe you are inspired to do a little extra sitting. Mainly, during the searching of the heart, we endeavor to set down some of our worldly involvement and go within, even if only in some small way. This retreat is held in commemoration of the Buddha's enlightenment, which we celebrate on the morning of December 8th. After leaving his opulent home, the mendicant seeker Siddhartha spent some six years of wandering in search of liberation from suffering for the sake of all beings. He mastered a variety of spiritual and philosophical practice methods prominent in his day. None of these brought what he sought. Finally, he recognized that the path lay in moderation, and he turned to the simple way of sitting quietly that he had naturally discovered as a small child. Finally, he turned within and searched his own heart.
For seven days and nights he sat at the base of the Bodhi tree under the protection of its spreading branches. In the night of the seventh day, facing within the truth of his own greeds, hatreds, and delusions, as well as his own true nature, he saw clearly as the dawn broke that within all light is darkness, and in darkness there is light. He realized at last a release from suffering, and that is when he became the Buddha, which means wise one or awakened one. This great understanding was that the world, just as it is, is none other than pure Buddha nature, and that none of us is separate from this. This understanding is symbolized by the image of the Bodhi leaf and evening star combined. When the Buddha then began to teach, he synthesized his understanding into the Four Noble Truths and the Eightfold Path. These truths encompass the essence of his own experience finding the way and the behavior which leads any one of us to liberation. The Four Noble Truths are that suffering exists, that it is caused by our own clinging, that we can let go of our clinging, and that the way to let go of clinging is to follow the Eightfold Path in which lies the embodiment of the Buddhist precepts. Thus, the Dharma, the Buddha's teaching, came to be symbolized by the eight-spoked Dharma wheel. As Reverend Master Daisui wrote in his booklet on the Eightfold Path of Buddhism, a certain amount of understanding of things as they are is the beginning of the Buddha's Eightfold Path. Indeed, unless there is some degree of awareness of how things really are in the world, there is no reason for a person to seek truth generally, nor to undertake the remainder of the path of Buddhist training in particular. What Reverend Master Daisui is referring to is the vital importance of our own real experience in pointing out the way, our inner compass, our own innate wisdom and Buddha heart. The first two steps on the Eightfold Path are understanding and thought. This includes the realization of the Four Noble Truths, as well as the truth of impermanence, the truth of no separate self, the wisdom of all acceptance, and the willingness to prove the teaching true for ourselves. The next three steps, speech, 
action, and livelihood comprise the Buddhist precepts. The precepts at their core are the taking refuge in the Buddha Dharma and Sangha by ceasing from doing harm, doing only good, and doing good for others. The Ten Great Precepts offer specific direction as to how to go about living from the heart in this way. The sixth step on the Eightfold Path is effort, the seventh mindfulness, and the eighth meditation. All this way of explaining the Dharma is very formal, this listing and defining. What does the Dharma mean for me? The Eightfold Path is the essence of what makes the Buddha's teaching Buddhism. Yet all the lists and explanations in the world won't help me one bit if I don't live the practice. It's all very well to read books or listen to talks and to understand the teaching intellectually. It really is all very well to do this. It can help me to find my way. And still, the finding is something I must do for myself. I may well have the advice and wise counsel of those who share the love of truth and commitment to the Eightfold Path. I may well have access to the teachings of all those who have walked this way before me. And I may well have the guidance of the Buddhas who have appeared in this world and the Buddha nature within. The question is whether I am willing to seek the advice, to go for direction to the teachings, and to entrust my life to the guidance. This is, in fact, the teaching of effort on the Eightfold Path. This is the essential willingness to open, to listen, to seek without condition. During the searching of the heart, from December 1st through the morning of the 8th, it can be helpful to open to what would be good for me to do. It can help to be honest with myself about my motivation for training, my purpose for living. It is a time to turn within, to explore my innermost heart. Knowing myself, it may not be wise for me to set up expectations, such as how much time I wish to meditate per day. But then again, it might. It can be skillful to do such things as recall my resolve to do the practice, 
or to have my meditation place set up and ready to sit in. It can be compassionate to try to work on one single precept just for today, or to make a bit more effort to be mindful, to be fully present, whatever I may be doing. Maybe I will get in touch with a Buddhist friend or call the temple. I may set up the little altar I've been meaning to put together on that shelf or table, or recite a scripture each morning, or set aside time for some spiritual reading I've been meaning to get to. I may reflect in a journal, or make a drawing or clay sculpture or some other form of introspection. Maybe I will make an extra effort to be kind. Enlightenment is not just one single moment. The Buddha's enlightenment didn't come overnight, though it looks that way in the story. But look deeper. This moment with the morning star under the Bodhi tree came for him with the living out of an entire lifetime, both before and after. The Buddha's enlightenment includes his coming into existence as a baby, his growing through childhood, and his search in young adulthood. It includes his striving and his letting go of striving, and his willingness to learn and share his understanding with others. And it includes his carrying on with the inner work even after his realization. It includes his growing old and growing ill, and his readiness at the ripe old age of eighty to lie down to die, surrounded by his disciples, reminding them that all things pass, so pursue your own salvation with diligence. Training and enlightenment are one. The Buddha realized his enlightenment when he realized he was not separate from all other beings throughout space and time. When we do the work within the heart, searching the heart in even the slightest way, we partake of the enlightenment of the Buddha. The enlightenment of all things.
Thank you for joining us in listening to Serene Reflections from the Heart that Seeks the Way. To learn more about this practice, including more about how to meditate, you are invited to visit our website at walawabuddhisttemple.org. Here, in the Kanzayan Shrine of our Meditation Hall, we offer the merit of our practice of serene reflection meditation to all beings, including you, wherever you may be.